Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Adventures of a New You. This is episode number 25, and I am your host, Jim Park, a social worker and fellow adventurer. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about disappointment. So I want to start by saying I tried to record this episode about two weeks ago, and when I was like going through it, I, I did record some of it, and I was like, this just sounds like a giant rant. And I want you to know that is never my purpose here. Like, it's not just supposed to be like a giant dump session where I complain about everything. And that's that's kind of like how it turned out. So I had to like take some time, regroup, reflect. So that's why I've been a little MIA because it's just, it just was resonating with me, but wasn't coming out right. So here goes nothing. When you look up the word disappointment in Google, where it pops out the dictionary for you, It's described as sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Let's think about that for like a second. So basically, it's what you think or believe or hope, expect, should happen. And when that doesn't happen, you're sad or displeased. Not only do you have the ability to disappoint yourself, but there are constantly people in our lives who have the ability to disappoint us, right? Everyone that you encounter has the ability to disappoint you, and many times they will. But here's the thing. People can only disappoint you for as long as you allow them to do so, or based on the definition If you let them, if you set your hopes or expectations at a level that they can't meet, they are going to disappoint you. Hang on. I'm not saying that I think that you should lower your expectations for everyone around you so that no one ever disappoints you. That is not what I'm saying. So sit tight and listen. If you are someone like me who, you know, we're listening to these podcasts, we're reading every piece of self-development literature we can get our hands on. We're constantly trying to be more mindful and be more self-aware and just kind of make ourselves overall maybe a little better. Then you might find that you hold people to higher expectations and there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But you have to know that not everyone is going to live up to those expectations. And in knowing that, you also know that you're going to be disappointed. As you grow and become more self-confident, it will definitely become easier for you to clearly define what you're willing to accept from others and what you are looking to receive from them. You may also be challenged because you're going to want others to be living the way that you are and thinking the way that you do and doing the things that you do, but not everyone's going to do that. You're going to want others to show up for you in the way that you would show up for them. Sometimes it's so simple. Like you would just want somebody to like, if you're having a crap day, like to say, Hey, like, Hey, you know what? Today, today is a crap day, but tomorrow's going to be better. Or this afternoon's going to be better. Or wow, this really stinks. Or that really wasn't cool. Or maybe just like grab you your favorite snack or just something small that you would do for them that maybe they don't think to do for you. So this is the part of the conversation that gets a little bit hard. You have to decide what you're willing to tolerate or accept 
from other people. And honestly, not just from other people, but from yourself. Because let's be honest, there are times when we all are disappointed in ourselves, right? If you have someone that is in your life and that you're allowing to be in your life that chronically disappoints you, but you let them continue to do so, then maybe you need to take a little time and reevaluate that relationship. I know that's not always as easy as, as that blanket statement is right there because sometimes it's like, you know, your mom or your brother or somebody super close to you, your partner that, you know, sure, they continue to disappoint you, but how simple is it for you to really just abolish that relationship? It's not. And I'm not saying that any of this work is easy. It's not. If it was, everyone would be doing it, right? But everybody's not doing it. Um, those of you that are listening, I think are doing it. But it's, I'm not saying you have to end your relationship with anybody. That's not what I'm saying. That's up for you to decide. But you have the ability to reevaluate your relationship. You have the ability to decide where you're going to invest your energies and where you're going to invest your time. All of our schedules are, I think almost everybody's schedule is like moving and jumping and getting time on somebody's schedule is like a precious commodity. Your schedule is your schedule. If there are people that you don't want to have your time, don't give it to them. Or give it to them in isolated blocks where it's like, okay, I can do lunch from 12 to 1. Like, set time limits, set time frames, set boundaries for them. Set boundaries in all kinds of ways, not just in your time, but in how they treat you, like we're talking about here. And and don't let them walk all over you and chronically disappoint you. We have talked over and over about setting limits for yourself. And this, what you allow people to do as far as disappointing you, that is an important limit that you need to set for yourself. Not only do you have to be mindful of the definition piece about how, if you, if you're letting people disappoint you, it's because of your hopes and your expectations. So you need to be a little bit mindful of those hopes and expectations that you may not even realize that you're setting on other people, that even that you're setting on yourself. Like we all do it, like, especially you know, you graduate college and you have the expectation to like, get a job, buy a house, get married, have a kid. Well, guess what? Those are expectations. And if you don't live up to those, not only for yourself, but other people, you're going to feel disappointed. But why? Why do we set that expectation on ourselves? I didn't do it that way. I'm not saying the way I did it was the right way. Absolutely at all. Definitely not saying that. But chronically, I felt disappointed. I felt like I needed to hurry up and get married, hurry up and have a baby. Because you also hear that biological clock ticking in your ear that's like, I'm going to be disappointed if I don't hurry up and do this because I might lose the opportunity. But why are we setting that expectation on ourselves? Why can't we just take a little time, regroup, live in the moment? There was nothing wrong with the way things were going. There was nothing wrong with taking your time. I took my, I took a long time to get my degree and find the job that you really want to have and not just get stuck in a job. Not saying I don't love my job. I absolutely do. But I did take some time to figure out what I wanted to do. I didn't rush out of college or rush out of high school. Even like your kids are 18 and supposed to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives. That's crazy. How do you, how do you have any idea? I'm 39 and I 
can't tell you what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I don't think that I should. It ebbs and flows. It changes. There's, there's plenty of opportunities in the world. You don't need to do one thing for the rest of your life. But when you get caught up in that this is how it needs to be, that's when you're going to be disappointed. And that, that's not just about coming out of, out of high school into college and, and getting married and having a baby. It's our family. And it's not that way. It's, it's, we're disappointed because we set that block expectation, that cookie cutter American dream expectation on ourselves. As you go through your day to day, you need to be mindful of those expectations that you're putting on yourself. That's not how it has to be. You decide how it's going to be for you. You set those expectations for yourself and you set those expectations for everyone that you surround yourself with. People are going to treat you the way that you allow them to treat you. This goes from simple things like you making a commitment to yourself to go to the gym or accomplish a task or, or anything that you, any goal that you set for yourself. But are you showing up for yourself? If you are setting those goals for yourself and you're not accomplishing them, are you really showing up for yourself? We make excuses all the time on why we can or can't do things. Why, oh, maybe, maybe later, maybe later. And we don't just do it to other people. We do it to ourselves. And it's not just that, like, there's so many ways that you can be disappointed. You can disappoint yourself. Your child's going to disappoint you. I know you think your child's a golden child, but I'm telling you, they're going to disappoint you. They're going to get slime all over the couch and you're going to be so upset. You're not even going to know what to do with yourself. Sometimes your partner's going to disappoint you. They're going to forget your birthday. They're going to forget your anniversary. They're going to cheat on you. They're, they're going to disappoint you. You have to know what you're willing to tolerate as far as your disappointment goes. Your coworkers are going to disappoint you. Your employees are going to disappoint you. Sometimes your parents are going to disappoint you. And obviously the way that you handle each of these situations is a little different because you're not going to talk to your mom the same way you're going to talk to your kid. You're not going to talk to your coworker the same way you're going to talk to your partner. I want you to be a little bit more self-aware the next time somebody disappoints you. I can almost guarantee you it's going to happen today. Someone is going to disappoint you probably today. Who is it going to be? Is it going to be you disappointing yourself? Is it going to be your coworker, your partner, your kid, your mom? Someone will disappoint you. And when they do, I want you to sit in that disappointment for a minute. Just, just hold on to it. Don't react. Don't freak out. Don't, because trust me, we all know sometimes you freak out. Sit in it for a minute and figure out why you feel disappointed. Could you have communicated what you needed or wanted from someone better beforehand? I, I'm absolutely not blaming you for your disappointment here. I, it's self-reflection. Just think about it. Could you have expressed what you desired or needed or wanted or hoped that they would do before they disappointed you? Or... Is this someone that you should be able to expect more from? And they just aren't showing up in the way that, that they could or should. Is this person capable of much more? Here's another way. Is this person sending you a very clear message that you are not a priority to them? Think about it. Sometimes 
when people don't show up, it's a very clear message that they are saying everything that needs to be said without saying anything. You're waiting for somebody to respond. Nothing. You're hoping somebody's going to show up. Nope, they don't. They are sending you a very clear message that you are not a priority to them. Don't chase them. Do not chase them. Another way, are your expectations unrealistic? This does happen, but honestly, this is probably not the case because most of the time we set our expectations of ourselves and others much too low. These are just a couple of different things that could be happening. So that's why I want the next time somebody does disappoint you, and honestly, I hope it's not today. I truly do. I hope for you and for me that it's not today. But if they do, and when they do, when someone disappoints you, or when you disappoint yourself next, I want you to just think on this. Why are you disappointed? And what, like, what could have been done to avoid that, dis- not, not necessarily avoid that disappointment, because a lot of times that disappointment you're feeling is something you need to feel because you need to take a next step and figure out, like, what this means for you. Or your expectations too high. Does that person just really not care enough? or not want to show up for you? Is this person just kind of being a slacker? Or do we need to work on communication? These are all different, all different things. So take a minute. Don't like jump to your first, you know, jump to all kinds of conclusions because that's not what I'm saying. But just take some time, think about why this is happening and let's figure out where to go from there. You have the power to determine if you will feel disappointed. If you're sitting around hoping that your kid or your partner is going to do something a certain way, then it's likely you're going to be disappointed. If you're able to communicate what you need to your child, your partner, your coworker, your employee, your parents, then it's less likely that you're going to be disappointed. Let's be honest, there will be times that people will not show up in the way that you would like them to. But if they truly don't know what you're expecting of them or hoping that they will do, then how can they show up for you in the way that you want them to? You're just expecting them to guess and figure it out. That's not really fair. But if you can be clear and concise and up up front with people, then give them the benefit of the doubt that they weren't trying to disappoint you, but maybe next time you need to express something a little bit differently. If it's somebody who just chronically just doesn't basically give a crap about how you think or feel, then it's time to reevaluate that relationship. Perhaps it's time that we stop hoping that someone will do something to make us happy. Maybe it's time that we stop hoping that things will change without us actually having to do anything to make that change. And perhaps we need to stop wishing and hoping our way through life and get out there and actually live our lives with clear expectations, not only of ourselves, but of those that we surround ourselves with. That's all I have for today. Uh, I'd love to hear from you guys, and if you could share this podcast with a friend or family member that might enjoy hearing it, I'd appreciate that too. You can always find me on Facebook and Instagram, and if you'd like to email me, that's at adventuresofanewyou at gmail.com. Thanks so much, and have a great day.